Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Battleground Podcast. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are fighting for sexual integrity while living in a hypersexualized culture. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 20, entitled, What's the Goal? And some thoughts on Jordan Peterson. In it, we'll talk about our aim for sexual integrity. What is victory? What does that look like? And just for fun, I'll make a couple comments on the current Jordan Peterson phenomenon. Hey, let's dive in. Hey, thank you for tuning in today, and I sincerely mean that. Uh, last week, I took a week off with some of the teen guys in our church. We did a kind of a camping uh, leadership training trip, um, just some mountain man stuff, and then had some really good conversations, so uh, it was great to be out of the rhythm uh, with some guys in our church for a few days, but uh, back into normal life it is. Um, so... This is episode 20, which is a big number, and I realized I should have had someone super fancy to interview or had some big hoorah, but maybe we'll save that for 25 or 50, um, although interviews are coming. Hopefully next week we'll have uh, have a pretty good interview for you. So uh, anyways, episode 20, and as you can see from the title, it's called What's the Goal? Um, and so I, we'll talk about that for a minute, and then towards the end, just for fun, you may have heard of Jordan Peterson. If not, uh, you'd probably benefit from hearing about him and hearing some of his stuff. So uh, we'll talk about that for a few minutes as well. Um, but first, let's let's talk about what is the goal. Uh, you know, this is a sexual integrity podcast for young men. And uh, the big focus of it, or a big focus, is encouraging you, encouraging me, and fighting our sexual sin. Um, pornography and masturbation being big ones, but uh, there's others too. Um, but that's not all. That's not the only reason this podcast exists. Um, sexual integrity is using all of your sexual capacity, capacity or, or basically your masculinity, um, to give glory to God. And he made you male in his image. Uh, so it's saying, what can I do with the body and the mind and the life that he has given me um, and the way he has made me to to give glory to him. And and we live in this hypersexualized culture like the the intro says. So for a lot of us, um the smartphone generation, the first step is killing sexual sin, uh, is learning how to have a a porn-free life. Um and I I want to be clear in saying that that porn isn't the only thing in our life though. It's a big thing. It's a huge thing and and we should deal with it, but it's not the only thing. Um and so I'll spend the next few minutes just talking about how do we have this this right balance of our fight against a sin, a particular sin, because um, we can get off the path really easily if if we're just focusing on well I got I got to get rid of this sin, um, and kind of a, a legalistic approach to Christianity uh, that can get us there really quickly. So we want to we want to see it all. Um, if if quitting masturbation is the only goal, um, it's going to be kind of exhausting and discouraging pretty quickly. So I yeah, I, I like what someone said a while ago. Hmm, I'm trying to think where I heard it and I I don't recall exactly, but you you don't you don't want to make your goal uh quitting masturbation or, or porn, but you want to be you want to make your goal becoming the type of person that that doesn't use those things, that doesn't need those things. Um so you're going for really a change of person rather than just a change of behavior. 
Um, and, and we know, as Christian young men, that this change of personhood uh, only happens by God's grace through the work of the Holy Spirit using his word to change us. Um, that's that's where real change is going to come from. So again, we're not we're not just trying to change our action to change our action. Um, we're trying to change our action to change our person and vice versa. Um, we want to be conformed to Christ's image. But if if all we do is just think about, oh man, how can I not watch porn this week? Um, we get kind of this twisted view of reality. So I, I thought Colossians 1, uh, 9 and 10 was really fitting uh, for this discussion. It says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So notice the just the growth and change language that, that he uses there. Um, we did not cease to pray for you, to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So this process of, of one, gaining wisdom and, and knowing how to apply that with, with spiritual understanding, knowing about who we are, knowing who God is, uh, knowing what the world is. Um, those things take time. And if we don't have that knowledge, we're not going to behave in that way. And, and verse 10, that you might walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So again, he he addresses the external, um, being fruitful in every good work, and the internal, Increasing in the knowledge of God. Our thoughts and our actions are changing. We are changing. Our, our whole person is changing. And, and so that's, that's what our journey is. We're trying to become more like Christ. And um, we need to be careful not to exhaust ourselves by zooming into, oh man, I just keep watching porn and, and I can't stop. And that's, that's my battle right now. And that's my life right now. I just got to quit that. It's like, no, there's more to life than that. So, you know, that can be encouraging in, in several ways. If if you've fallen, take heart. Um, where else is God working on you? Uh, this this is not your only identifier. Um, but by God's grace, as we change, you know, we can walk in victory. And 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 this is such a there's so many opportunities to fall off the cliff here, but think about it this way, okay? Are you walking in victory? One, are you thinking on God's word? Did you did you did you read or meditate on God's word today? Are you praying? Are you loving your family? Are you working the way that God created you to do? Are you eating and drinking to his glory? If so, <laughs> then you're doing it. That's victory. That's that's being a Christian man. Um but it's been asked, or it's a natural question then, well, how will not how will I know if I'm really done with a certain sin though? Like, sure, I may have I may have been good for today, but how do I know if I'm done with that sin? And again, this is a tricky question, and a lot of times it doesn't lead us to a healthy, a healthy place. Um, it can, but there's there's several ways that we can go wrong. Uh, so, like I said, number one, I encourage you walk with God for today. Don't stress about the you in five years. Okay, <laughs> you have between now and midnight that you can do something about. Um, so think on God's word, pray, love your family, uh, serve your church. Do those things. Be wise with your time. Live how you know he wants you to live. And 
and that's your victory. Um, but if you just think, well, uh, in five years, am I still going to be watching porn? Like that's, that's a stressful thing. Um, and, and so if we, yeah, if we keep zoning in on, well, I'm never going to do this again, or we keep thinking, well, I haven't done it in this many days. Um, we can kind of set ourselves up for a trap then in the event that we do sin again, because then our worth, like the, the amount of time that we've gone since the last sin, since we were free, you know, um, that can, that can be something that Satan just uses to, to beat us up, to cause us to feel guilty again. Um, so I encourage you walk with God for today. Number two, remember that, that we are growing. We are not perfect. Um, we are walking worthy of the Lord seeking to fully please him. We're growing more and more fruitful. We are increasing in the knowledge of God. This is a, this is a process. Um, and so again, when you fall, get back up, dust yourself off and know, okay, well, I've got another day where I can please God. How am I, how am I going to, to live for him and be conformed to his image today? And so that sounds like a funny thing to say. I'm I'm not giving license to sin. No, we still don't want to sin. Um, but we also have to avoid this, the other side of that cliff of, well, I've gone this many days. So, um, you know, all, all of that can be very exhausting. But but God says you're growing. Are, are you living for him today? That's the question. Um, and, and by God's grace, we can get to a point where we know that sexual temptation will come and we're ready for it, and we know ourselves and, and why we would be tempted to sin, and, and we take steps to stop us from wanting the sin, and we take steps to stop us from getting to it. Um, and we're walking with God, and we're living our life. And, and notice both those things. We're, we know the things that cause us to want sin. So maybe if we're emotionally frustrated, then we turn to masturbation or, or if a, a girl has let us down, whether it's a wife or a girlfriend or fiance, then we would turn to porn. Like as you grow, you will, you'll be more aware of yourself, why you're tempted, when you're tempted, um, and, and where to turn to God and how to turn to God. And so you'll address that area of why do I want it? And two, you'll address the area of when I want it, you know, what, what guards have I set up? Um, and, and again, we go on living our life. So, so the question, well, how will I know if I'm, if I'm over porn, if I'm done? Um, Joe Rigney, I, I just finished his book on, uh, you know, sexual sin, really fantastic. And he, he, he used this illustration. So, um, picture you are at home, you're on your phone, you're scrolling Facebook and a, a lingerie ad, uh, is on your feed somehow. Um, there's, there's three options that you could have. One, you could stop and stare. <laughs> and then, uh, as, as your mind goes that direction, look up more images and, and more places and look at porn and sin. Um, that would be option number one. Hopefully we don't do that. Right. Uh, option number two, since we are a growing Christian and a, a man who, who wants to use our sexual capacity rightly, we see that sexual, uh, temptation or the image and we say, get thee behind me, Satan. We chuck our phone across the room and then we throw it in the bathtub uh, because we are not going to look at that. Um, and and we just can't take the temptation. We don't even want it to be near us. Okay, that would be another option. And number three, uh, a third option would be, well, we say, I know that that lust will not deliver what it desires. I know that it will not be worth it. And we keep scrolling and move on with our day. Um 
and you, <laughs> you say okay and you keep going and of all three options one i hope i hope number one is off the table um number two it it does sound good there's this <laughs> kind of tech destroying zeal right um where we want to we want to just get as far away from us but I, I think growth and victory is being at number three where we can handle it um and we can keep going we can know and see it for what it is and and move on and we don't have to to curse satan every time that you know we're in the the checkout aisle at walmart or we drive by a billboard you know we are men who who are in control of our thoughts we we bring our thoughts captive and our actions captive we've grown and and so we can deal with it that way. Um, that would be the goal. That's that is that would be sexual victory to be able to handle handle our life that way. Um, and and again, you can read more of Joe Rigney for that uh, really really helpful ways to think about what is victory. Um, so another another angle of that, you know, think about covenant eyes or an internet filter. Um, those things are good. <laughs> But I would say that we want to build a life, we want to build a character where we can be on a computer that doesn't have covenant eyes, and we can still be okay, and it, and it not be a huge issue. Um, I, I think covenant eyes is good, and it has its benefits, but our goal is to get where we don't need it, <laughs> um, to be strong enough to, to, to go without it. That's, that's the goal. Um, that would be victory, and again, I, by God's grace— we can get there. He's given us what we need. Um, we have his word. We have the spiritual armor to say no to the the sin. Um, so I, I think that is a, that's a good endpoint if you say, well, how will I know if I'm done with porn for good? Uh, again, be aware that that can be a tricky question. But two, um, think about your last time of temptation. Where were you on the scale? Um, one, did you sin? Okay, well, then we need to go up from here. Uh, two, did you get really angry and and curse the devil and throw your phone? Or three, did you say, God, help me not to look with lust and keep going with your day? Um, and I, I think if you were in category number three regularly, then that's a, a good sign that you are, <laughs> you're walking in victory. Um, so that would be the end goal. Uh, some, some thoughts on where does our fight for sexual integrity lead? Where does the the goal to to not masturbate or or not sleep with my girlfriend or or any of those things where does all that lead um and it hopefully it leads to us being men who know ourselves who know god's grace who know the strength that we can get from him and we can just navigate life um w without making a huge deal out of every every little sexual temptation that comes our way um again i i, I encourage you with uh colossians 1 that you may walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Okay, wherever you are, grow today. <laughs> Between now and midnight, like I said, that's what you can affect. You can't affect you in 10 years or 20 years right now, um, but you have these next few hours, so glorify God with them. Think on his word. Love those he's given you to love. Um, work and rest in a way that honors him, and, and that's victory. That's the good stuff. Okay, I said we would do some uh, just for fun thoughts on Jordan Peterson. Um, so I'm assuming there's probably two groups of people listening. One, you're like, who is Jordan Peterson? And the other is like, yeah, I know Jordan. Um, so I'll, I'll just do some 
just a few uh, pop thoughts on what I've seen and, and read over the last few weeks, and, and hopefully it can be a little encouragement to you as well. So uh, Jordan Peterson is a psychologist, uh, Canadian native, I believe. Uh, he was a profess professor, college professor, and a, a psychologist in Canada. Um, and the school that he was a professor at, though, the woke gender um, pronoun wave was crashing in, and he stood up and said, no, I'm not going to use these pronouns. They make no sense. They're a lie, um, and received a lot of flack, but also won some respect. And so out of that, uh, he has built a following, and you might have seen some of his YouTube videos, um, and recently just joined up with the Daily Wire, the, the Ben Shapiro group, um, and he says... You know, his messages are many good and worthwhile things, um, especially for young men. <laughs> he encourages them, take responsibility for your life. Don't watch porn. Have some morals. Be a man. Um, and he'll he'll say those things. And yet it's not exactly clear um, what his basis is or what his foundation is. Uh, and I've been reading his book, 12 Rules for Life, um, trying to get a better idea of where he's coming from. And it's, man, it's a thick book. I'm on rule number 10. It's daunting. Um, there's some interesting parts, but <laughs> it's a lot to sort through. And his writing style is very sludgy at times. Um, so he says some good stuff, but again, he he never appeals to anything transcendent. Um, and if, honestly, if you're interested in reading the book or knowing more about him, you probably do better just to read the chapter titles and then go listen to lectures rather than have to work through 400 some pages of small print and many times confusing sentence structure. <laughs> Anyways, that's neither here nor there. So at, at one point in the book, um, he he kind of lays out his his life philosophy. And he does reference a lot of great philosophers, but he talks about, here's where I get my morality from. Uh, he begins with one, the premise that life is suffering and pain. Two, that those who inflict needless suffering or who increase suffering are wicked, bad, and he even uses the, the language of sinful. Um, so that's two. Number three, the opposite of bad or the opposite of increasing suffering is good, which is alleviating suffering or lessening it. So the conclusion is we should build our lives around alleviating suffering and, and building order rather than making life more miserable and more chaotic and, and filled with more pain. Um, and, and he lays out those, those four tenets, uh, I think it's rule number eight, and the book, and, and he references the Bible and Christianity a lot, uh, so it can be kind of fusing. Is he a Christian or no? At least when he wrote the book, which I know this is a couple years ago now, um, and and I believe he's been on a <laughs> his own personal growth journey, so he, some have said he's close to, be, to being a Christian, but at least when the book came out, um, his take on the Bible was that humans in the past have passed it down, and he reads it with kind of this psychological uh, hermeneutic or this psychology hermeneutic. So like I said, sin is increasing suffering, and Jesus Christ, the perfect man, is the the ideal man, the one who alleviated suffering. Um, but it's like he doesn't attribute God to being God in the sense that the Bible points to uh, in a natural reading. Again, he's he's very hung up on the psychology and uh, archetypes as as language that he likes to use. So, 
without appealing to the transcendent, I hope you as a Christian young man say, well, he should find a base for his morality um, in the Bible and go from there. He should he should take the God of the Bible at his word and go from there. Um, and, and I agree with you. I think that's that's where he's at. Although, again, it's hard to say where exactly he is at this moment in time on his journey because uh, I don't I don't believe any of us are friends with him. So um, <laughs> he says many good things, though. But he doesn't start or end at the same point that a, a textually stable Christian would, or a Christian that's building their life around God's word, uh, on God's word. Although we have many things in common, like I said, the starting point and the end point are not in common. Um, so I, I bring this up because he recently put out a video called A Message to the Christian Church. And the thrust of the message was, you Christians are dropping the ball when it comes to young men and their strength and their masculinity. Um, so you need to you need to tell young men that they are welcome in the church and to give their life to to building the church. And again, it's very funny hearing him say all this because although he's right, it's like how how exactly did he get there? Um, so uh, you know if if you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. Uh, Jordan Peterson, and it'll be one of the you know recent popular ones, a message to the Christian church. And I encourage you to watch it. There's some thought-provoking stuff in there. Uh, but I'd like to end by encouraging you to, like Peterson says, and more importantly, like the Bible says, um, be a young man who, who uses his masculinity well um, to serve God, to build, to build his kingdom. So you be a pure young man. Have have sexual integrity. Um, God gave you a penis, and and so use it in a way that honors Him. Okay. Um, be a family man. Be a lover, a builder, a cultivator. Be a church builder. Uh, be a hard worker. Be a hard rester. Um, rest when He tells you to. Uh, in short, just be a Christian man. You're not going to be perfect, but you'll be growing slowly. Uh, to be more like Christ. And that's victory. That's the good stuff. Hey, I'll close today by reading Colossians 1, 9, and 10 one more time. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Hey, thank you for listening today. I, uh, like I said, hoping to have an interview out next week. Looking forward to that. Um, and until then, until midnight tonight, <laughs> until next Thursday and Friday, be a growing man of God. Keep fighting.